Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel, we open up with a brief introduction. So, Mishnah Kodem is the previous Mishnah we had learned, that a Bika, a valley, Stam Bika, if there's no specific Minig in that area, the Minig is, Dina Kemakom Shalom Nahagul Ligdar. The Minig there by a valley is as if it's in a place where the Minig is not to put up a fence. Meaning, the ain balas dos asmuchus yicholam lokov zehazeh leshtatit pakamas kadeh bein sudoseim. So the nearby field owners cannot force the valley fellow to put up a fence if they want to put up a fence because stam bika has the status of a makom shelot nagulugda where the minig is not to put up a fence. So I'm just going to discuss now that shelot nemer halacha zu. This halacha is only said ella begeder when there's a fence between one field and another. Since the whole point of this fence, B'derach Klal in general, is because of Hezek Re'iyah, is to provide privacy so that people shouldn't be looking into your field. And in a valley, in a bika, ain't Hezek Re'iyah, there is no Hezek Re'iyah. Because you're down below, everyone sees you from above, so there's no point for the fence. Therefore, ain't Kaifim Ze'ezeh, we don't force one another to put up a fence. If your neighbor's putting up a fence, he cannot force you to put up the fence as well. However, Say, for example, that your field is surrounded by all of your neighbor's fields, and they're all putting up fences now. And by them putting up fences, by default, your middle field will be entirely fenced in. The nims is sadachavir gedur, it's going to be fenced in from all four sides. So now, since this fence is going to help you, Actually, so that animals do not, do not enter your field now, so then, yes, we will be mechaev, the valley fell to be mishtatif, and to contribute towards the expenses of the fence. Says the Mishnah, Say you have a fellow, he purchased three fields around your field. So you're the middle field, and then you have a fellow that bought three fields around you. The goddess Harishona, and this fellow puts a fence around his first field, around his second field, around his third field. So it comes out Shehim together, his fence is now allowing you to have your middle field fenced in from three sides. By default of him fencing in his three fields, and yours is in the middle, automatically you now have a fence around your middle field by three sides. <coughs> Says the Mishnah. In this case, Ain Mechaivin Oso. The outer fellow cannot force the inner fellow to be mishtatif and to contribute towards the expenses of the fence. Why? He's got no purpose with this fence. There's still a fourth opening, there's still a fourth side, but that side is opened. Therefore, animals can come inside, and therefore there's no purpose for this fence to help me, and therefore the middle fellow does not have to contribute. Very Bika Stam, Stam Valley has the din of a makam shaloid nahagu like we explained, so he, so he does not have to contribute. However, in Gadar say, you know, this outer fellow bought a fourth field. So he's to- all of his fields totally surround the inner, f- inner fellow's field. And he puts up his fence. The Nimtis comes out, the Sadeo, the middle field now, is surrounded by all four sides. So now, Mechayev Meschaver will be Mechayev, the middle fellow, to be Meshtatif and to contribute towards the expenses of the fence. So yeah, if I got the Ma'ilah, because now the fence helps him that animals should not enter into his field. But nevertheless, So when we obligate him to pay now, he only has to pay for the half of the expenses of a fence made out of kanem made out of reeds, which is very cheap, even if this fence is made out of stone, because he never asked for the fence. And he could say, hey, you know what? If I was building a fence, I'd be happy with a very cheap fence made out of kanem made out of reeds. So granted, you, put, you built a fence, and it happens to be that it helps me out because I'm in the middle of all of your fences, but I didn't ask for such an expensive fence. 
So I'll contribute, but I'll only contribute to the amount of reeds, which is a cheap material, and it'll be half of what half of the expenses. So we look at what this fence would cost if it would be a fence of reeds, we cut that in half, and then the middle fellow will contribute accordingly. This is the opinion of the Tanakama. Rebiosi on Rebiosi says like this, Im If the mukaf, the one that's in the middle, he stood up, he stood up and put up the fourth fence now around the field. We obligate him to pay for everything now. Meaning, he has to pay now half of the expenses of the entire fence, of its actual value. So half of all four walls of its actual value. That he wants this fence. And the truth is, the Mepharsha explained, it doesn't really matter whether it is the middle fellow to put up that fourth wall, whether, whether it was the outer fellow to put up the fourth wall. It doesn't really matter. According to Rabbi Yossi, we megala everything on him. Hainalishtat, he has to pay for the entire uh, fence, the expenses of, of course, of half of the fence. Why? Because now the animals won't enter into his field. So the truth is, you may ask, what's the difference between Tanakama and Rabbi Yossi? They're saying the same thing. The difference is like this. Because according to the Tanakama, granted, the middle fellow now has to pay for half of the expenses of the wall, but only half of the value of the wall had it been a wall made out of reeds, of kundim. Whereas according to Rabbi the middle fellow now has to pay for half of the value of the actual wall, whatever it is built out of. So that's the underlying difference between Rabbi and the Tanakama. And the Lacha follows like, like Rabbi actually. So it's not going to make a difference whether the middle fellow put up the fourth wall, whether the outer fellow put up the fourth wall. At the end of the day, he's benefiting. And therefore, the difference between the Tanakama and Rabbi will be, what does he pay? According to the Tanakama, he pays half the expenses of a wall made out of reeds. Because he could say, all I needed was that. I don't need such an expensive wall that you're building out of stone or marble or whatever it is. But according to Rabbi that no, once there's a fourth wall put up, he's getting a benefit. He has to pay for half of the expenses of the actual wall that was put up. Mishnah Dalit. So now we're just going to go back to the topic we mentioned back in Mishnah Aleph, where you have uh, a regular chatzar, a courtyard. Two people have a courtyard as partners, and they divide the courtyard amongst themselves. So Hari Kaifim said we can force each one to build a wall in the middle of the chatzar. Why? Because of Hezegri'iyah. So the Mishnah teaches that the shear of this wall, the height that each uh, partner is obligated to contribute to, is going to be Dalad Amos, four Amos high. But more than that, in Kaifim we cannot force each other to build the wall. Why? Because a wall of Dalanamus, a wall that has Dalanamus of height, is enough to hold back hezekiah, hold back um, damage through through people looking at your stuff to have privacy. So this is going back in the case of we have a regular chutzer a shutfim, where each one can demand each other to build the wall. But up until how much? Up until Dalatamos. Says the Mishnah. Koyso chutzer. You have a wall of a courtyard that's in the middle between these two partners. Shenafal <clears throat> that it fell down. So even though Mitzchila originally, they agreed to build a wall more than Dalad Amos. Say they built it at, you know, a six Amos or seven Amos. doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, Mikom HaKom, Kinev Shnafal, since it fell down now, Mitzvichim Livnosi, you have to build a new one, Mechadash, Mechayevin Oisai Livnosi at Arba Amos. So in Kaifin Zezel Livnosi, Elo, they can only force each other to contribute up until the height of Dalad Amos, of four Amos alone. And not higher than that. Should die by Arab Amos because four Amos is enough to hold back from Hezekiah. And Bechezkas should not son. If after the wall is built, so one of the one of the partners goes over to the other one and says, Hey, you know, pay me for half of the value. And then this fellow says, You know what? I already paid you. Leave me alone. So we give him a status of Chezkas Shinasan as if he gave. Now when he's believed with his title that he gave already. Because since this halacha is known to all, it's regular mishpah, regular, it's regular, you know, it's regular uh, halacha. 
There's an obligation on each person to contribute towards the building of the wall. It's the law. It's the standard law. So we can safely say, The other one's not going to build the wall until he receives payment from his friend. So if he goes afterwards and says, Hey, pay me for it. And he says, I paid you already. We believe him. Until, of course, the other fellow can bring proof. He brings aid them, he brings witnesses and proofs that the other fellow did not pay. And then, of course, he'd have to pay. But if he has no proof, then we give him a status of, as if he paid, because why would the other fellow start building if he hadn't been paid yet? Now, from four Amos and upwards, so this is all up until Dalad Amos, but if, if, if one of them wants to now raise, be it to raise the height of the kosel of the wall to more than four Amos, so, we don't obligate the other one to be mishtatah to contribute towards the expenses, because we just said that Dalar Amos is enough. However, if after, let's just say, the first fellow raised his wall, the other fellow goes ahead, he goes, he builds a wall in his own, in his own domain, that's going to be to the height of the current wall. So, say they built it at eight Amos high, they doubled the amount. So, you can't obligate the fellow didn't want to contribute more than the four Amos. But now the one that didn't contribute went in his own domain and built a wall of eight Amos high connected the current wall that's, that's going to divide their two lots. Because they leave in Tikra in order to put a roof on top of them. So even though he didn't even put the roof on yet, he's got to contribute already. He has to pay for half of the expenses of the entire wall. Because he's showing now, he was happy with the Tosef, with the extra wall that was added by his friend. And says the Mishnah that if the first fellow comes, and he's to there, the second fellow to Din. So the first fellow, he had raised the wall. The second fellow then, raised, then built his own wall to the new height of the raised wall. So the first fellow says, hey, give me your portion now in the expenses of half of the wall, because I had raised it to eight. Then you built your own wall of eight almost high, showing that you're happy with that which I raised. So you have to compensate me now for half of my expenses of this of this original shared eight armor wall. The second fellow says, I already paid you, leave me alone. Here, eight of we don't believe him. Unless he has witnesses. Why? Because this law is not known to everybody. And until Bezin obligates one to pay, he's not, he's not accustomed to pay. Therefore, if the first fellow says, give me a compensation of half of the wall that, we, that I had raised to eight Amos, because you you're showing that you're happy with it, and he says, I paid you already, we don't believe him, he has to pay unless he can bring proof that Itaka paid.